down to business. I got my wild cherry diet Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mm. Yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there. Now, funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you, I make you laugh, I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's funny. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug. Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. Oh, you. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. You ever seen a grown man naked? I'm your huckleberry. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. Put that coffee down. Pauline, this calls for the old Billy Barul. That's a huge bitch! The royal penis is clean, your highness. Hey, where are the white women at? Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's over, Johnny. It's over! yes oh yes what is going on you silly son of a bitches out there that's right saturday night i am david richardson joining you guys thank you so much for joining the old hollywood hangout and i am not alone tonight folks oh no not alone at all i got rolling along with me the man the myth the legend it is smickety smark Wahlberg. what's up my man Ooh, what's going on? Not too much, man. Just uh, just back from the zoo. <laughs> and I do mean the real zoo. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting times. Interesting times, sir. Very, very interesting times. But uh, it was fun. It was fun. Public transportation was interesting, like I told you, Smart. A lot of different smells. Uh, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> Get a good whiff of malt liquor off of one guy. Get a good lick of vodka or not, not even vodka, whiskey off another. Um, and we go, it, it's, it's downtown. So many, many homeless people just ride the train just to keep cool during the day. So many different smells, walks of life. It was, in, it was, a, it was a fun ride, though. It was a fun ride down there. It's an hour ride there, hour ride back from the zoo. But uh, one of my kids wanted to go on a train. The other one wanted to go to the zoo. So we knocked it both out in one. I guess. Oh my God. Okay. There you go. 
So both could be a very educational experience about ecosystems, I suppose. Yes, and obviously it is Pride Month. There were many Pride parades, so people were getting on dressed in uh, very interesting outfits. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> interesting outfits. Very, very. I'm not going to entirely leave it at that. I would like to ask, did you see at least one pasty? It doesn't uh, have to be on a female. It could be on a dude as well. Just No, just no pasties. Pastry. No pasties, but there was very, very... It, remember, it's Texas. About ninety some degrees today. Mm-hmm. Lots of guys with very short shorts. <laughs> very short shorts. Um, my wife might have had a decent time today. I, I, I was just trying to watch the kids. Uh, <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> but like I said, she might have had a good time. Um, you know, she can look all she wants. Um, because you know all those guys are some reason for some reason they're all built in shape and are you know great looking guys and they're just with a bunch of other guys but uh anyway good for my wife to look at and my kids were questioning things but um, well, there you go <laughs> there you go so oh man so we're gonna uh get into some um this was not my idea this was actually smart's idea and um I thought it was a great idea the more I started looking at what we were going to do. And we are going to talk music videos tonight. We both got some good ones. Smark, actually, you had a couple that I was going to have on my list. So uh, glad you got me your list first because uh, two of them were on my list. Um, so that's a good thing. Made me pick, pick two different ones, which means we now have five and five. So not going to be the longest show tonight, which is good because my wife already got liquor tonight, too. Bit of weird day. <laughs> Very weird day. But it could be a good night. <clears throat> For me, at least. I don't know. I mean, this is going to be fun. I'll tell you that right now. This is going to be fun. I um, have said many times I love talking music, and um, I'm glad I can use this show to do that. So it's fun, man, and smart. Great idea. Great idea. Not No genre, no this music, this Just flat out. Some of your favorite music videos. Done. It was a nice little, while I was assembling it, it was a nice little trip down memory lane. Because it kind of, you'll see as it goes along, spans a couple of different genres and decades. So I was Mm -hmm. watching various other videos to see if they made the cut. And it sort of opened up the proverbial YouTube rabbit hole as we saw it fall down. I was watching a couple of different uh, montages of MTV Spring Break performances. Mm. Which... It starts off very interesting. Somebody put up a super cut. It was from like 85, I want to say, to 98 was when, because it aired on MTV, they aired the super cut and then somebody uploaded it on mm-hmm. YouTube. But yeah, it was very interesting to like kind of watch as they found out more and more who the, you know, spring break crowd was for, who the concerts were going to be for, because you had some real fucking like down and out depressing type music at first. And then yeah. it like morphed into, you know, just half naked teens everywhere. That was great. That was the best part when they were half naked mm-hmm. teens everywhere. That's that's what people started watching MTV for. Um, I don't know, man. I uh, I definitely loved the original MTV, and I guess you know since we're talking about MTV, obviously the first video ever played on MTV was "Video Killed the Radio Star," mm-hmm. first one ever. So I guess we should at least mention 
that fact, since we are talking about music videos. And that's kind of the one that started everything off. Not a bad little video by The Buggles, I believe the name of the band, uh, band is. So, I mean, but the original MTV was fucking awesome. It really was. I mean, you know, you, it, but literally they played 10 videos over and over all day for 24 hours. And then the next day they switched it up. That's exactly what they did for years. It went well for them. This was a great, everyone loved it. And then they started adding like the Headbangers Ball and stuff like that, which just kind of gave them a new, uh, what was that? Yo MTV reps. Exactly. They started evolving a little bit because really what they were playing was mostly hair bands. Mostly you got a lot of hair band music back in those days. And that those were the videos they were playing. Lots of Bon Jovi. <laughs> bon Jovi, Billy Joel, Billy Idol. Lots of that shit. But Bon Jovi videos were always good because, you know, they were out. They were in the concerts. They were having a good time. And Bon Jovi was just like this cool guy. So played a lot of his videos. But the videos that were back in the 80s were obviously classic. Some of the greatest. And, you know, with the technology they had, it was kind of pretty cool. And, I mean, I, I've got one of the videos that won awards for um, back in the 80s for, you know, greatest videos. One of them I've got. I wish we could have done this on Twitch or something, but I didn't want to get kicked off. Um, any song we play, you guys can just go watch the video. We've got YouTube now. Every one of these videos are on YouTube, so you can go see them um, as you're listening. Or, well, don't do it as if you're if you're driving. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> wait till you get home. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Leave yourself a voice memo and get home first, please. There you go. Drive safely. There you go. Voice memo. See that? Safe drive. So, I mean, I, I guess we can just kind of get right into it. There's not really much to do. I mean, everyone knows what music videos are enough to give you the whole. You know, well, music videos started in 1960. No, we don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. Um, videos have been going around a long time. MTV was just the first one to just do all music videos all day, and that's what was so special about them. But um, even MTV got away from it, obviously. It's all just reality TV shows now. I mean, fuck, Jersey Shore, Teen Mom, or whatever that show is. Mm -hmm. All those shows just took over, and it's just not the same anymore. <laughs> Straight up, like, literally 12-hour blocks of the show Ridiculousness. <laughs> like, they just don't care anymore. No, they just don't. And, you know, in those blocks, you could fucking do what you used to do. Get people back to watching music videos. They still make music videos, I believe, for, for videos, right? For music songs, right? They do. I mean, a lot of times, it, it depends. There's still artists that make music videos. Like, even, I saw one that came out, like, last month. By a rapper I like called Da by named Denzel Curry for the song Walking. It's mm. a pretty cool video. It's like kind of a good, bad, and ugly theme. The good, the bad, and ugly. Mm -hmm. But uh, a lot of people kind of cheapen out these days and they go with just like lyric videos where you just, you know, you have like sort of the old school fucking Windows media player visualizations Aww. in the background and then there's lyrics. Oh, that sucks. I'm going to be using Windows media player tonight though uh, because my VLC for some reason won't stay with my default. Audio. I need to work on that, figure out what the hell's going on with it. But uh, it won't sit with my default audio for some reason. So I'm just going to switch over to here so we don't have to do with anything. So Windows Media Player it is tonight. Um, and let's, how do we start this? Uh, you want to start or you want me to start? What do you want to do? How do you want to do? Sure. We could, I, I, could, I could go ahead and start. Go for um, it, man. Go for it. So... 
I, I will just go ahead and name the song, and then I will name why I picked the song. And this one, uh, it's going to get a little bit more in-depth with, like, input and sort of what the videos mean culturally and all of that kind of thing. Uh, but we're going to start out with a really simple one here. The song I picked and the music video I picked is Electric Six with the song Gay Bar. Why did I pick this? Gay Abraham Lincoln, multiple gay Abraham Lincolns. That's really all that you need to know about this video. It was one of those first kind of early internet viral videos that were going around sort of in a way right. that like it was all over, like all of the like morning radio shows played the song. And then like you would see it all over. Like if you really want to go back down memories lane, it was like on E-bombs world and shit like that. It was on 4chan, wow. like the old, all the old places where hoodlums would convene on the internet. It would, it could be found there. Okay. I got you. All right. I've never heard this song, but I'm about to. I feel to. like you have as much morning radio. I think you just might not know. I might have. Let me see. Let me see if I've ever. I'm going to go ahead and hit play, and we'll get a little bit of this song in right now. A little intro, it looks like. Just a little bit. A little intro. It's a uh, text that just says Washington, D.C. It kind of sets the mood. I may have you know, given away a little bit of the video in the description. I almost There's only There's 58 seconds left of the song Fuck it, let's do this Oh, 
Oh, the train was going in the tunnel. This uh, th 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 that is full of innuendo. <laughs> yep, that is exactly one of the reasons why I picked it. They're actually like they have a pretty good catalog. They're actually like my favorite non-rap group. Uh, but that is where I first learned of them, and I am a child, so any innuendo of any kind, gay, straight, or otherwise, just makes me laugh. Oh God, that was good. Um, I didn't really put mine in an order, but that was great. That video was fucking funny as hell. And like you said, it's a bunch of uh, guys dressed as half-naked Abraham Lincoln. Uh, tons of innuendo in uh, in that video. Um, that's it one is just sort of a good coincidence. I didn't even really think about it while piecing together my list that it is a pride month that i had no idea that you'd be going coming back from uh the zoo and being witness to several pride festivals so this sort of is uh very in line with your experience today i'd imagine oh no big deal man i've been to, i've been to pride festival so it's not like a big deal to me um right i used to go to uh uh fantasy fest in uh key west uh, yeah, I've seen it. It's basically that's exactly what it is. It's a gay festival down in Key West during Halloween weekend, and it is the most fun you will ever have in your fucking life. It's just like Mardi Gras. It's just like Mardi Gras. Um, but be careful who you're asking to show. <laughs> they may not show you the right half <laughs> that you're expecting. <laughs> <laughs> It's, but it's a, it's definitely, it's, it's a blast, man. It is so much fun. Uh, we went, I've been down there three or four times for it and it's just, it, it, it was more fun every fucking time you, you go, it's more fun. So, but, um, all right, that was a great fucking video, dude. That was hilarious. And I, like I said, it's just filled with fucking innuendo. Um, that Conrad would love it. Indeed. I was, you know, innuendo. I love innuendo. Anyway, I, <laughs> I like how your Conrad doubles is like sort of a built in. Well, <laughs> Conrad's just as much of a fucking con man. All right. <laughs> Maybe just every fat Southerner sounds a bit like Abraham, or Bill Clinton, not Abraham Lincoln. Well, a little of both, I guess. Uh, <laughs> both politicians, Mark. I mean, you know. This is true. So, all right. I didn't really put a uh, numbers on the videos I grabbed. So I'm just going to go from the top down. Um, yeah, that's a good way to work it. I'm going to go from the top down here. More innuendo um, for you guys. Uh, but the first one I got is, again, back in the 80s, um, political songs weren't exactly the main uh, thing anymore like they were in the 50s, 60s, 70s when you know the, there were big wars going on. But we did have the Cold War going on in the 80s. And the band Genesis, which many great, musicians came out of we got phil collins out of genesis we also got um uh, peter gabriel out of genesis genesis had a music video for uh, a song called land of confusion and it was a very political video it was basically making fun of reagan and nancy ronald reagan um and basically like we gave this old guy the nuke button it was basically a very political song but the real thing about it it did win awards but it was like Puppets, but claymation puppets, which was even crazier. If you, uh, you've never seen this video, Smart? I've heard the song. Well, you're about to watch the video because I am sharing my screen with you. And um, folks, if you've never seen this video, it's a really good one to watch. Um, 
do you think it was? I mean, this was about as political as you could get back in the eighties. Um, and here it is, Land of Confusion by Genesis. Give it a second. So there you go. Uh, you can kind of see what that is, uh, what that's like right there. And again, it's just, I mean, this video, I, I know you guys can't see it, but if you go watch it, like I said, you will see they're basically making fun of Reagan and the whole Cold War that was going on and all that stuff at the time. Um, but I mean, you know, I mean, we were not in a complete war war, but we were definitely in the Cold War. Like I said, it was with Russia. And Reagan was still trying to get Gorbachev at the time to take down that wall, that uh, the Berlin Wall, which did come down under Reagan. Um, but it was just a very political song and video. Um, but you see the, the 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 kind of puppet claymation they use, Mark. Right. Yeah. And for those who aren't watching, he looks kind of the, the Reagan puppet looks kind of not unlike the Walter puppet, if you're familiar with Jeff Dunham. A little kind of bit. what that reminded me of, just with the different hair scheme. Yeah. I mean, these are basically they they took caricatures and they brought them to life in puppet claymation. And it's it, it, it this video got a lot of awards back in the day. And uh, I just it was a great video and a great song. I I liked Genesis. I love Phil Collins and uh, even Peter Gabriel. Uh, I like his music too. Um, but uh, I thought this was a good one to start with. It was a great video at the time. And uh, check it out, everybody. You really should. It's a good time capsule, I think, because it kind of shows you, like you said, what's going, what was going on you know, back in the 80s. And like nowadays, I feel like yeah, everybody can kind of sleep more comfortable knowing that in present times, Russia's not involved in any wars and there's not an incompetent president. Well, Russia is involved in a war right now. Uh, with Ukraine, yeah, wait for the second part. With Ukraine. And <laughs> now this video, you know, I mean, it's got, you know, it's basically showing them in the White House with a gorilla basically saying monkeys are running the white house at that time. Um, it's funny how, uh, <laughs> art imitates life. Changed. Art imitates life. Doesn't it? <laughs> Not a lot has changed, Mark. It's kind of the same. <laughs> well, yes, that, that was sort of the point of my joke. Um, <laughs> Did you were you fortunate enough to hear the cover version of the song from Disturbed? 
Yes. And fortunate is definitely in air quotes for those who can't. You know, I like Disturbed. I know they get a lot of shit. The guy will just fucking guys sit there and go, oh, oh, like a fucking gorilla. No, I, I liked it, man. And, I don't uh, mind Disturbed, but the, the version of their cover, the cover version of that song. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't think it was bad. I, I got to tell you, if you listen to the to that uh, that guy's voice, I think his name is David. It is. Yeah. His voice is very edgy Phil Collins. If you really listen to his singing voice. It's almost like a fucking hardcore Phil Collins if you listen to him, <laughs> which is why I thought this song actually fit him well. If you look up on YouTube, there is a like mashup song mm-hmm. of just like it's music, but then it's also like clips from television shows and movies and whatnot. There's a song called Annoyed Grunt, <laughs> and they match him up, the lead singer of Disturbed, his grunts with Tim Allen. And uh, it it provides it's it's fucking it's great singing. I'll bet that is. I'll bet that is fucking awesome right there, man. I, I like Tim Allen too, and I mean, you know, you got the Buzz Lightyear coming out, and he's not the voice. That's gonna be a little weird. I say I didn't. I knew there was a new Buzz Lightyear coming out, but I did not know that he was not the voice. No. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not doing this, but there's a reason they don't want to use him, and his support for the former president is one of them. They've they flat out said that this is not me causing, you know, stir. This is not me being political. This is flat out been said by them. We don't want to use him just because of his former uh, his support for the former president. There's uh, flat out. So anyway. Well, I think Taft was a great president, so I don't care what this news looks. Well, look at you going with the fucking look at you just all fucking political over here. Good old Taft. Good old Taft. <laughs> I do like how there was just one president that was just a fat piece of shit. Called him, <laughs> like, it's very inspirational. Called him old Tafty. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> old Taffy. That's what they. The, uh, Taffy. That's what his friends called him. Taffy. Old Taffy. How you doing, Taffy? Laffy Taft. That's, that's where they got the name Laffy Taffy from. Old Taft. I'm, I'm completely making that up. Please don't put. Please don't believe that. <laughs> I'd buy it. Let's see. <laughs> now I want to figure out like how they named Laffy Taffy. They they were laughing at Taft and they called it Laffy Taffy. It doesn't make sense to you at all. It works. Let's I just mean, go with it. Let's just leave it alone, Smart. That saves me from doing actual like. like <laughs> yeah, don't don't look up the actual reason. Come on, man. <laughs> there is an article that says the unto that's titled "The Untold Truth of Laffy Taffy." No, don't read that bullshit. We know the untold truth. I just fucking told you. Somebody put out a hit piece on Laffy Taffy. This is bastards getting deep. Oh, thank God the wife just came in with a shot. All right. It's actually really disappointing. The name Laffy Taffy refers to both the texture of the taffy as well as its embodiment of silliness. Short question and answer. Well, that just tells you. I told, I told you not to look this bullshit up. Yeah, it's disappointing. <laughs> I like your explanation better. I'm going to edit this Wikipedia article. I think you should tell them they were making a, it. Was They were laughing at old President Taff, old Tafty. And uh, they said, look, we're laughing at Taffy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laffy Taffy. Fuck, man. I think we just fucking... I, I hope that works. All right. Smark, why don't you go ahead and introduce your next video, sir? Very good. Laffy Taffy apparently based out of Bloomington, Illinois. So there oh. you go. You learned something new today. Oh, there you go. Oh. Uh, what's not based in Bloomington, Illinois is DMX. He's mm. a New Yorker. Um, 
No. And the number four song, because I actually did order mine mm-hmm. because I'm a nerd, is Party Up by DMX. It's an interesting video. Um, basically, it starts with DMX is trying to make a withdraw at an ATM, and he done gets caught up in a mix-up where an actual a person who looks not unlike DMX has robbed a bank. And unbeknownst to the actual DMX and not the DMX doppelganger, he walks in on this. There's a bunch of people down on the floor. There's a police officer shot and everybody thinks he's done it. And now he's in just a whole mess of trouble. Yeah, definitely sounds like a party. Um, Okay, let's just play it. (laughs) Oh, shit. Definitely heard that song before. Oh, for sure. It's, it's one of the biggest hits that he had. I'm not even, I, this may surprise you. I like DMX. It's hard not to. He's, he's a very charismatic gentleman. It's charismatic. I like his, I actually, I actually like the music. And I actually last, uh, two, on Tuesday night, I watched Exit Wounds with him in it. I remember that. I did. It's a very good movie. He's in it. He's great in it, actually. He's very good in it. Him and uh, Anthony Anderson, uh, Steven Seagal, obviously. I don't know why I've been on a Steven Seagal kick lately. I watched Hard to Kill last night, too. Uh, <laughs> and then about 10.30, I looked at my wife, and I couldn't keep my eyes open. I don't go on to sleep. I had two beers on a Friday. I guess that's why I woke up with enough energy to go to the fucking zoo today, because that's the last thing I wanted to do today was go to the zoo. Right. Well, I just brought my little uh, THC vape, and I was all good. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, I have to. I'm running out of flour here. I'm almost done. I need to get more Monday. Hopefully, I got enough for tomorrow. I think I do. If not, I'll take a ride. Take another hour ride where I need to go. Um, But yeah, I... Uh, I actually never seen that video, never actually listened or, you know, kind of just comprehended the lyrics of that song. But now I do understand what it's about. He, I never knew that's what it was about, that he got caught up kind of a wrongful, uh, kind of, a, you know, wrongfully accused. And I will say that 
it, and it does sort of play out. It has its own little story arc. There's a, you know, the beginning, there's a whole plot to it, and there's an ending to it that everything gets sort of resolved. And, but uh, perhaps maybe not the best strategy if you're in the situation mm-hmm. to start banging on the teller's window, telling them to suck your dick and rapping about killing people. If you're in a situation where people may accuse you of robbing a bank, those are probably three things to avoid. Well, I mean, I guess especially in the year 2022, uh, you might not want to do that. You want to hear a funny story? Yeah, this actually a fun fact that that would have been before 9-11. So it was a whole different landscape. Want to hear a funny story? What's that? A friend of my father's, guy that used to work for my dad in North Carolina. I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to mention his name, but um, if you look on my Facebook and go back, there is a car chase on there. The car chase on there is actually a gentleman from North Carolina that we knew. Um, He went into a bank and they were having a problem. They wouldn't give him his money. And he said, what do I got to do? Blow this fucking place up to get my money out of it? They called the cops. He left. The cops saw the car. They gave him the plate at the bank because they saw the car leave. They saw the car, the cops. They chase him. A whole car car chase ensued. He didn't. He was so scared he didn't pull over. Um, he's talked to my dad since then, but uh, he's he's out of jail. It was years ago, but um, yeah. So I mean, it can happen. Just the, just the wrong words itself can get you in a lot of trouble in a bank, in the airport, um, but pretty much any public transportation you got to be careful on now. But in, in banks, dude, they don't even want you going in with hats or sunglasses anymore. But if you're wearing a mask, feel free to walk in a bank. It's so weird. But, I mean, my bank, if you're wearing a hat and sunglasses, security will stop you at the door and ask you to take off not just the hat, but both the hat and sunglasses. Right. So, I mean, it's uh, banks don't don't fuck around anymore. Um, there's a couple of gas stations around here that, like, especially like even during Halloween time or like on Halloween time specifically, they put up signs that are like, "Hey, do not come in here wearing a mask, right, of any kind. Do not do that shit." Dude, you're just gonna put people on edge. You're just putting people on edge for no fucking reason. You really are. D- d- it's like open carry to me. Open carry puts people on edge for no fucking reason. Throw a fucking t-shirt on and cover your gun, you little fucking bitch. Sorry about that. Uh, there you go. I just, I see people carrying these guns in open carry. I know it's legal to do in Texas. I get it. It's also legal to conceal carry in Texas without a fucking license. I am pretty sure that it is legal to do it here too, but most people are reasonable enough to... Like you said, throw a T-shirt on over it or something. It 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 just makes people uncomfortable for no no reason at all. Some people, yes. Some people, no. Me, I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. You got a gun, you got a gun. Good, I do too. And a, a fucking good fair fight. Who cares? But it's just some people look at it and they immediately don't like it. They don't like. They did. They just feel uncomfortable. And it. I, I don't. I don't like making people feel uncomfortable. So. I got my shirt over it. I got I carry concealed. It's what I do. I I I don't agree with a lot. I mean, dude, I do you know you can get your concealed in Texas online now? I did not know that. I don't agree with that either. I think that's bullshit. I think that should be stopped immediately. Um, but I found out you could do that. You do have to go to a licensed gun range to finalize it. 
but you can do everything else online. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I think that's bullshit. You know a guy at a gun range is just going to sign off on it. So anyway. Um, anyway, I guess that would bring it to me, wouldn't it? It sure would. All right. Uh, completely. Well, I guess we are talking a little bit about guns right now, too, because we're going to get the guns and roses, everybody. <laughs> guns and roses. One, of, You know, Guns and Roses is a, a, a pretty legendary band. They've had some great, great songs. Um, you know, some people would say that they changed the face of 80s music. You know, it's kind of brought it out of the out of glam and more towards rock and roll again. A lot of people have said that about Guns N' Roses. Uh, we have, you know, you got Slash and everybody in that. But um, let's face it, Axl Rose in the 80s was probably one of the biggest heartthrobs alive. Um, women loved him. Even men loved him. But uh, this was one of their songs a little later. Wasn't one of their 80s songs. Wasn't off of their original, uh, their original huge album. But this was a song that, it, very long song, so I'm definitely not going to play all of it for you. But um, a great song and an incredible video, November Rain. Uh, this video basically went through a whole wedding. Uh, the whole way through, it went through their wedding and it went through everything. It was a really, really well done video. And one of the first real ballads by Guns N' Roses we heard. So... Let's play a little bit of Guns N' Roses for you guys. Long intro, so I'm probably only going to play about a minute and a half, two minutes at the most of this whole song. Um, and we'll go from there. Let's do it. You're getting some pills, a little vodka to wash them down with in the morning. There's one place. Oh, I know Rex the feeling. I know the feeling. I do. I, I've been there. I've been there. He's got the whole symphony behind him for this song. Axel on piano. So there you go. Uh, great song, great band, great video. I, I, I had to add that. Um, I just thought it's, I, to, to me, that's one of the greatest uh, Guns N' Roses song out there. Um, they're a great band either way. And people forget Axl Rose is incredibly talented, can play a ton of instruments, and is one of the few people in the world that can hit that fifth octave. 
not many people can actually do that. Axl Rose was actually a classically trained singer. No one really remembers that. But um, the guy has fucking a hell of a fucking voice. Uh, and still does. Not as great as it was. He's a little... Not as thin as he was. <laughs> no, it fluctuates. Because I think... I think he lost a lot of that weight now, but then it, it seems like it goes back and forth. It depends on just how much time he has alone left to his own devices. Ah, you know how those rock stars are, right? <laughs> so I mean, I guess Milky Ways are better than heroin, though. So, I mean, you, you know, you're on the right track. Yeah, I mean, I guess him gaining weight is a good thing. You're right. It means he's not doing the fucking drugs. So, uh, I mean, if you want to take it as a plus, I guess that's a good thing. You're right. You're right. All right, so two things here, real quick. Are we locked in on November Rain being your favorite song? Because I'm not here to judge. I would just, I think personally, if I had to pick, I would go probably Night Train or Mr. Brownstone. I think I would go Mr. Brownstone. I like that one too, man. I'm real. Night Train's great too. Mean Machine drinking gasoline. Um, I man, favorite Guns N' Roses song. Wow, I've never really had to put that down before. Well, while you marinate on that, Dirk is actually kind of, he, he's reading our minds a little bit here. Because I swear to you, I did not know that you were going to pick this video, and I did not know Dirk was going to mention oh, this. Oh, I see it. But I was watching uh, old ECW from, like, 95, <laughs> and it just so happened, last night, and it just so happened to be that they showed a video montage of the uh, November to Remember pay-per-view <laughs> set to November Rain, but it was, like, so fucking just, you, you love it, because it's very much Paul Heyman and independent wrestling back in the day because it was clip. It was like the music video for November rain, mm -hmm. but just with random ECW footage, like spliced in wow. it was like, it, it looked so fucking like bootleg, but in a good way where it's just like, it's straight up, like they straight up just stole the song. Oh, one of those badass bootlegs. You gotta love those sometimes, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, uh, that's cool as hell. But uh, I don't know, man, favorite, that, that, I mean, I guess, I think you're right with Mr. Brownstone. Yeah, that's a really good one. I think you're right with Mr. Brownstone. I love that fucking song. Dude, they had so many good songs. They really did have a lot of good songs. Um, but November Rain was great. You know, they had the symphony behind them and everything, which made that song a little bit more uh, kind of an eccentric, uh, just a really good video. Uh, Dirk's going Paradise City. Yeah, that's a really good one. Hey, sometimes you just, you know, you just got to go to Paradise City. I remember that music video, too. That was more just one of those, like how you mentioned before, back in the day, of where it's just a compilation of, like, concert footage. I can't listen to Paradise City anymore without thinking of that movie um, where the kid, oh, God, what's the fucking movie? I wish I could help you. No, no, it's Jennifer Love Hewitt. Um, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. The, is it a horror movie? It's no, no, no. I can okay. see the name of the movie in my head, but I can't say the name of the movie because I can't fucking get it out. Uh, some dude was giving her a note. Oh, God. Did teen comedy? Teen comedy. Giving her a note. He loves Barry Manilow, the song Amanda, Mandy. I'm gonna have to cheat, but it's something like "Drive Me Crazy" or something. No, it's Jennifer Jennifer Love. Huge tits is in it. Yes. Uh, happy? No. Oh my god. 
Why can't I think of the name of this? If my wife was in here, she would fucking laugh at me right now because I I've watched this movie gonna, before. Sh- because I, I I it's on the tip of my it's on, it's on my mind, but I can't. Some of like I don't know. It's it's fucking Teen Titans. I remember that part. I know the movie can't hardly talking. wait. Can't hardly wait. There you go. We, we did, didn't even look it up. Can't hardly wait. I'm like it's got the name wait wait. Can't hardly can't can't hardly wait. That's the name of the movie. And the it was kid, like American Pie, but worse. It was, and the kid, the, the the nerdy kid, got up and sang Paradise City, and you know everyone loved him. The dude that looks like Tom Cruise's brother was in the movie. I forget his name, but uh, good movie, good movie. And uh, that song is in it. And he was like, "I know that song, man." And he gets up and sings it, and all the girls are dying over him. Pretty good movie, man. I, I I do like those stupid teen movies. I always have. There you go. Always have. So, Smart, that's going to bring us right into... Somehow, that's going to bring us right into your next video. <laughs> um. Yeah, of course it does. <laughs> you know who probably likes women with big titties is Big Boy of the group Outcast because he's fond of strip clubs. Uh-huh. Um, and so, the, my pick for number three... Is Miss Jackson because sometimes when you get involved with these Jennifer Love Hewitt types, women with big titties, you can uh, cause yourself to have a little bit of a messy relationship. And that's what this song is about. That's what this video is about. Mm. And uh, if you look the video up online, as we encourage you to do, you will see that. So here we go. Yes, here we go. Ooh, nice car. Turtle. Snapping turtle. Is that? Yeah, go like this. Is that Florida? No, no, the, uh, the woman. Good Not, times? I think it might be. I think that is her from Good Times. I forget her last name, but I think that's her from Good Times. Thank you. I just wanted to ask that. Here we go. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. The owl. My baby is drama, mama. Don't like me. She's doing things like having the boys come from her neighborhood to the studio trying to fight me. She need to get a piece of the American pie and take her bite out. That's my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out. And let her know her grandchild is a baby and not a paycheck. Private school, daycare, medical bills, I pay that. I love your mom and everything. See, I ain't the only one who lay down. She want to rip you up and start a custody war. My lawyer, stay down. She never got a chance to hear my side of the story. We was divided. She had fish fries and cookouts for my child's birthday. I ain't invited, despite it. I show her the utmost respect when I fall through. All you do is defend that lady when I call you. Yeah. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your daughter cry. Video's got a little Wizard of Oz uh, thing to it, Mark. A little bit, yeah. No, a little thing spinning up top, a little bit of just look kind of like a little Wizard of Oz action going on here. Weather vane. The weather vane. That's what it's called. Thank you, sir. Um, good, good, good video. Nice. Not a bad song either, man. I've never heard that one. I was, it was a big one back in the day. Um, it's kind of. It's very symbolic because it's it's sort of the music video itself sort of reflects the whole 
just vibe of being in a relationship because you have or just a relationship that's not working well. Mm-hmm. Because you you were seeing in the video, but you know if you weren't watching along, Big Boy's washing his car. He like puts all this effort into washing and waxing it, and then mm-hmm. a fucking thunderstorm comes up, like a lightning bolt strikes the car, it starts on fire, becomes completely ruined. Then you have Andre three thousand. He's trying to put the wallpaper up on the house, and he keeps fucking falling, and he just keeps getting more and more frustrated. <laughs> so it starts off with just being like a little bit of a minor problem, as you know one might encounter in a relationship. But then as the video goes along. There's a leak in the house, which becomes two, which becomes three, four, five. Like, at, 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 at one point, he basically has an entire fucking Tupperware store on the floor mm. trying to catch all these different leaks, which is sort of symbolic of how, you know, one problem can end up snowballing into a multitude of problems in a relationship. And then yes. he has... He, keeps picking up this puppy and putting the puppy down as he tries to get more buckets to cover the leaks. So it's like he mentions in the song, there's a lyric about like puppy dog love. And it's sort of, again, symbolic of just how you're trying to hang on to the love that you first had. But then, you know, in the face of everything else that's going wrong and the relationship transmogrifying into this terrible thing, but you're still trying to, kind of keep the feelings you had before and it just doesn't quite work out for you it's it's a very well thought out video if you you know if you watch the entire thing i highly recommend it, it really it's is a great it's a very deep rap song yeah yeah it's one of the, it's one of the better ones i'm a, I'm a big outcast fan it's kind of it was kind of hard not to be growing up the self because they're both from atlanta so we kind of, being in Chattanooga, there wasn't a really big hip-hop scene here, so we just sort of kind of took everything that Atlanta was doing and sort of made it our own. Oh, there you go. Just kind of, you know, borrow a little Southern style. Yeah, because we, we were two hours, roughly two hours from Atlanta, roughly two hours from Nashville. Right. So you just kind of took bits and pieces of whatever it is you liked from those places and just kind of incorporated it into the landscape here. I got you. I got you. Not bad, man. I like that, and I, I, I like I like kind of how deep and all the uh, kind of like all the little you know little mentions and almost Easter eggs in the video. Pretty cool. Yeah, it's just fun songs. Pretty cool, man. All right. See, I like doing these about music because I don't listen to a lot of the hip hop music, and you don't necessarily listen to some of the music I listen to, but most of these songs, I'm sure you've heard. I have so far heard every one of these. I'm sure, and you're looking at the last three. I'm sure you've heard them, too. Um, Now, this one, I know. I know this band has got a lot of of things to say about them um, on on both sides. Limp Bizkit, they're one of those bands that you like them, you hate them. They're a little... They, they're douchey, they're not. Whatever you want to say about Limp Biscuit. I happen to like the band. And I think this Break Stuff video is pretty cool. Um, I will say, honestly, I am not looking in order to genuinely be surprised as you wheel these videos up. <laughs> so I am surprised and impressed and enjoyed. Um, did okay. you see, by the way, over the weekend, it was sort of making the rounds on the old Twitterverse. Mm-hmm. There, <laughs> there was a Lip Biscuit concert which had heavy involvement from AEW. I saw that. I also saw a Lip Biscuit concert that was at a school where a kid was singing this song, Break Stuff. Uh, and the kid couldn't have been more than 10 years old. 
Oh, that was me. That was that very was much you. me. I can I can relate to that because I think this I don't know this came out what probably two thousand two thousand one maybe. That sounds about right. That sounds about right, man. But Which um, would have put me at ten or eleven depending on when it came out, and I for go. sure had this album and I played the shit out of it, so I was that ten year old kid. There you go. Said, and it's not surprising to me that AEW is getting a little bit with this guy. Um, WWE sort of. When he gave the finger, they uh, on air. They sort of, uh, they weren't very happy with old Fred Durst, and the way he looks now, I'm sure Vince would hate him, uh, gray hair and everything. He wouldn't even have him on television right now. But um, the thing I like about this video is not only the, the the song is good, but you've got Snoop Dogg, Jonathan Davis of Corn, Dr. Dre, Eminem, his daughter Haley, DJ Lethal, Polly Shore, Roger Daltrey. Um, Bam Mar- uh, Margera, Bucky Lasik, Skater, Seth Green, Stryker, Riley Hank, Aaron Lewis, uh, Flea of Red Hot Chili Peppers, Model, uh, Lily Aldridge, and comedian Richard Lewis, all having cameos in this video. It was a pretty cool video, and when you you know when you saw all these people having cameos in it, you just had to be a little impressed. And uh, I just thought it was a cool video because of the cameos, the song, and I. I don't care what anyone says. This band back in the early 2000s was the fucking shit. So on that note, Limp Biscuit, a little bit of break stuff. It is edited. I believe it's edited. Whatever. I, I did what I could. So here we go. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is, everybody sucks. You don't really know why, but you want to just. And if you interact, your life is on contract Your best bet is to stay away, mother It's just one of those days It's all about the he says, she says, fools I think you better quit, let slip Or you'll be leaving with a fat lip There you go. I mean, he's sitting right there with Jonathan Davis of Corn. They did a whole little thing together, obviously, uh, during the uh, Family Values Tour, Smark. Indeed. Obviously, we did speak about that in length. Um, and uh, it, But th- like I said, that video with all the cameos in it was just a cool video. Um, I, I, I always liked it. Always liked that band. And I actually think what Fred Durst is doing now is pretty cool. I like that he's kind of just going with the whole dad vibe and just literally going with it. 
Awesome. Uh, that's been one of the things that I've sort of come to appreciate is like, it's, it's very funny how public sentiment can kind of change mm-hmm. depending on just the year or the, just the time period that's going, things are going on. And because obviously it was like you said, they were a really big band back in ninety, you know, late nineties, early two thousands. And then it's sort of like, there was like a shame period, I guess, where everybody, like nobody would admit to being a fan of Limp Bizkit yep. or have to ever having been a fan of Limp Bizkit. And nowadays, it's like it seems like the sort of public consensus hive mind however you want to look at it is that Limp Bizkit really wasn't so bad more and more people are coming out and just being like yeah I listened to it back in the day it wasn't, it wasn't so uh. bad and that the song Wonderwall by Oasis is corny as shit and most people don't like it now and both of those things warm my heart um, also a, a quick aside here two things A the video won the song. This is from BET, or not BET, this is from Wikipedia. I don't know why I said BET. It's from BET.com. <laughs> the video for the song won the MTV Music Video Award mm-hmm. for Best Rock Video in 2000. And uh, if you want a little bit of uh, extra homework, I highly recommend that you check out the cover version of the song done by Richard Cheese. It's, it's <laughs> fucking phenomenal. I love Richard Cheese. If y'all don't know who Richard Cheese is, think of uh, he's the lounge version of every song you've ever heard. But it's awesome. It is awesome. If you don't know who Richard Cheese is, you've got to listen to him. You can go on YouTube, find a lot of his stuff. Check him out. I promise you, Smart is not joking. The guy is amazing. It's, it's wonderful. Absolutely. I've actually played, back in the old THT days, he, he was, I, had a, I played a few of his, his songs for intros back in the day. It's it's honestly his uh, cover of the Disturbed song. You want to go back to Disturbed, Down with the Sickness. It's in the movie. Uh, God, it's a zombie movie. I'm having a Dawn of the Dead. There we yeah. go. It took me. A, I knew it was in, in the one of the remake them. version of Dawn of the Dead, which is actually the remake version, which is blasphemy for a yep. lot of people. It's one of my favorite horror movies. It's, it's a great movie. Nice, nice. But yeah, he's awesome. I I've got his discography. Um, I can't get my external hard drive to work which is really making me cry because i got a lot of shit on there that i need um but anyway uh all right smart this brings us to your next one and this was the one this was your last two here i had on my list to begin with yeah i did i did so i had to switch it up a little bit which is good now we got more music to play and uh go ahead man get into it well you said you had this on your list i have this on my list Mm -hmm. um Derek in the chat said, I'm glad no one said Beastie Boys Sabotage. So my number two song is Beastie Boys Sabotage. <laughs> you got ahead of us, Derek. Shame on you. You <laughs> son of a bitch. This is going to be awkward. Yes, a lot of people do hail it as like one of the best music videos of all time. And I figured this would be based on the subject matter. This mm-hmm. would have a soft spot in Box's heart. But it really is. It's a fun music video. What can you do? It's 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 very cinematic. It has its own little theme. It plays out. Like, that's kind of a common theme in a lot of my picks. Right. Is there's a clear story that you could enjoy even if you weren't listening to the music. You could just watch it play out. Mm-hmm. You're of right. Of course, if you haven't seen the video, it is a sort of, I don't know if satire necessarily, an homage perhaps, of, like, uh, police procedurals. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's basically just a, uh, you're right, a bit of a uh, kind of satire on police shows, TV shows, um, buddy cop shows. It's a funny video. 
and a but but it really is a good video and yeah at the time one of the greater videos to be out there again this is still when MTV was still popping with videos and was fucking hot so I guess with no further ado huh here we go Beastie Boys are fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a fun music video. Oh, no, that mo- the, the most overrated video on MTV says, dude. I mean, it is. I was locked what? in. I already sent Box. Box can attest to this. I didn't purposely just do this just to fuck with you. I mm. sent him this at about 7 o'clock tonight. Yeah. So, tis what it is. It's a fun music video. I mean, you, I guess you could also make the argument that, you know, maybe if you want to think outside the box, Intergalactic, you could also go there. That's a pretty good one. But, I mean, you had the whole, you had the chase montage, you had a fucking the on-foot montage, there's fight scenes. I mean, it's a fun music video, and it's over in, like, two minutes. So, I now, mean, like, even if it does suck, and you think it sucks, it's at least mercifully short. Now, don't blame Smart because you think MTV overplayed this video because I'm not going to disagree with you on that. They overplayed the shit out of, again, back. They took the same 10 videos. They played them over and over for a day at a time. But this video was one of them. They played the shit out of, and they used all their other little shows to play it again. So they did overplay this video overrated. I don't know if that's the right word for it, to be honest, Dirk. I really don't. I don't know. Um, NWA 100 miles and running. Another good one. Another great one. But I mean, you know, we're, we're I don't know. I've reviewed the NWA movie, which is why I stayed away from NWA. We've reviewed that that movie already. Um, but anyway, I, I controversial opinion. You. I feel like the video for Express Yourself is better. So I'm really going to agitate Dirk now. Oh, shit. I, think- I mean, it's the same, you know, obviously NWA, but still. But, you know. but and if you're if you're you if you're upset that I picked a video that was incredibly overplayed by MTV, you're going to be really happy to discover that I considered and ultimately decided against uh, including Smells Like Teen Spirit on my list. 
so you don't have to sit through that one. I did too. I actually had that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sparks got my screen here. Look, look, look. This was my original list. Look at it right there. See it? See it right here? Nirvana smells like Dean Spirit. <laughs> and look. I was going to be like my number two or number three as well, too. So and... it had a high. But then I watched it multi- uh, Like I watched it twice before the show, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I'm and... leaving it. And you can look at my number two, which was up here, Beastie Boys Sabotage. I had it too. So he can't blame just you. Either you played it or I was going to play it. One way or another, that video and song was going to be played on this show. One way or another, because I had it on my list too. Um, So you weren't getting away from it, no matter what you did. Okay, (laughs) It was there. It was there. Um. Jesus, but, uh, well, I mean, I guess if you want to kind of keep going to overplayed videos, we're going to one of mine now. And I guess... <laughs> You're really not going to like my number one. <laughs> you might not like my number one either. Or my number two right here. Um, now, this is um, another, I mean, another great video. Pretty much every video from this uh, guy was amazing um, just because of the way he choreographed them. Uh, Michael Jackson. Um, I've got the Billie Jean video here. I, this was really one of my favorites. It was really cool. Uh, you know, he, he, he actually had a little bit of a magic stuff going on in this video. He had poles lighting up. He was disappearing in the video. There was a lot of little magic things going on that me as a kid, I really liked in this video. Um, besides that, my, it was Michael Jackson. And, I mean, you got to remember this also was the song that I believe in 1985, he did the moonwalk for the first time to this song um, live on stage. But this song here, uh, Billie Jean, this video, I just remember as a kid being mesmerized by Michael Jackson in this video. Um, I mean, I remember as a kid being mesmerized by Michael Jackson just overall. I think every kid was at that time. But... This video, to me, was uh, one of the best Michael Jackson videos. Um, One of, and I do want to leave it at that. And here we go. A little bit of Michael Jackson, Billie Jean. Lighten up. 
great song, great video. I mean, Michael Jackson at that time was just so huge, popular, amazing. Uh, like I said, mesmerizing, especially as a kid. To you know, a lot of kids back then, he was just a. Me- I mean, you want to talk about larger than life. You know, wrestlers were larger than life at the times. Mark Michael Jackson was like bigger than wrestlers. I mean, you know, he was just a, 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 an amazing talent, and uh, a lot of things he, a lot of music videos and things he did was uh, copied by many, many other artists. So, but uh, there you go. That's my uh, my number two, which will bring us, I believe, to Smart's number one song. Yes, I will say as it is important that we get things right here. So I did crunch the numbers and did some fact checking, mm. and you were right. Uh, Billy Jean, it was the first time Michael Jackson did the moonwalk. It was May 16th, 1983 on Three. Motown's 25 Yesterday, Today, and Forever special. Well, and that's funny because the the only reason he did that song was because when they called him, he they wanted the Jackson 5. And he said, no problem, but I have a song that I want to do and if I have to be able to do it myself. And they said, fine, you do it. So that was what we got, and that was the first time we saw Michael Jackson do the moonwalk. And that might have been what made him a star on his own, was that right there. Um, so Prince videos. I had one, Dirk. We're going to, trust me, this is not the first one we're going to do. <laughs> we're going to definitely do another one of these because Smart's onto something with this. I like this a lot. We're going to definitely do these again. Um, but, uh, you know, that was a big, a, a huge thing back then. And, and, you know, what's funny is this morning I was actually going through my external hard drive from out there, which does still work, uh, in, in the uh, TV room. And I was going through and showing my middle child, Dylan, my nine-year-old, some videos. And that's one of them I have on there. And um, I've got more of them on there, but I don't want to say the other video I made him watch yet. But uh, I made him watch a few Michael Jackson videos and a few more videos. Um, But uh, I made him watch a few things and... He was very impressed at what I was letting him watch. But I, I let him watch that from 1983 where Michael Jackson did the moonwalk. And he was just like amazed to see him, to see him do it. Oh, so, for sure. But, um, and Smart, let's just go ahead and get to your number one. That's right. Yeah, I feel a little bit like Casey Kasem here. But <laughs> number one. Um so I, I almost I almost sent you a message when we were like hashing out doing this idea. Mm-hmm. I almost sent you a message saying just basically like, okay, we should all do our top five, but we should just talk about this song first and get it out of the way because it feels like there is only like one real clear and obvious choice for what yes. the number one song can be because just how popular it is, like it's almost synonymous with just the words music videos, I feel like. You could like it'll be on anybody's in some form, no matter what you know number it is, right. their top music videos. Mm-hmm. Um, if Billie Jean was like sort of the beginning of Michael Jackson being a star, this is definitely what cemented it. This is the calling card. It has everything that I could possibly want out of it. It's uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller. We have zombies. We have mm-hmm. werewolves. Mm-hmm. It's fucking directed by John Landis. He did the uh, Blues Brothers. Yep. 
uh, Animal House, all a bunch of other wonderful things. You uh, you had Vincent Price doing like narration, I guess. It's just it's it's a wonderful fucking music video, and like like you know, like I said, if you want to avoid songs that were overplayed a lot by MTV, this is definitely one of them. But um, mm-hmm. it well, is, it's inescapable. You have to include it. And, you you know, and, and 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 I mean, this was more than just a music video. There was a movie in movie theaters about the making of this video. I I, I mean, it, I, it, it's hard to explain to people how big. And how popular and how literally ingrained in culture this video, this music video really was. Indeed. I mean, it's really, I mean, you can't even explain to people now what, what, what this, what it was like back then. Because if you didn't live it, you really, you're never going to fucking know. But um, this was the one video I showed my son this morning and he would not keep his, his eyes would not leave the television when it was on, he loved it. He thought it was great. And he's like, this is a, a song. I'm like, yes, it's a song. Um, but, uh, I guess what we can do is, uh, we'll play a little bit of it. It's the number one. So we'll play It's I mean, it's nine minutes. We're not going to play the whole thing, but we'll play a decent chunk of this thing. And, uh, let's just go ahead and do it. Here we go. My man. Of course you had the, uh, due to my, Strong personal convictions, I wish to stress that this film is in no way endorse a belief in the occult. Michael Jackson. Which I think actually if you want to get to the music portion, skip ahead maybe about three minutes. Yeah, I can jump ahead a little bit. Uh, you know, they, they're in a movie theater. They're talking. Um, the next thing you know, Michael Jackson turns into a werewolf. <laughs> One of my favorite parts about this, yes. Michael Jackson does turn into a werewolf, but then it's a fake out. Because right. they cut to Michael Jackson with his girlfriend. And uh, the, the girl, she's like, I- I'm not liking this. Can we leave? And he just goes, no, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> and then he's it's like, like even right. back then, fucking movie tickets were expensive. Popcorn's expensive. He's, he's trying to get his money's worth. Even back then. So, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Michael Jackson might have been a pimp. I'm telling you right now. It's all I'm saying. The jokes. I just love he just went, no. I'm like, no, I'm not leaving. You leave. Michael Jackson could be Wayne Brady in, in his Pell show. Uh, <laughs> we don't know anymore, but uh, this should be close to the music right about 439. Let's see where we're at here. Oh, there we go. It's supposed to be perfect, actually. Something evil's lurking in the dark. the that almost stops your heart. Change that number. 
I'm going to play a little more because I just love hearing Vincent Price's voice. So let's do this. <laughs> Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. figured I'd keep that going while I did a shot real quick. Um, Jesus, got to teach her to close the door quietly. Um, I, I mean, I mean, again, it's hard to explain to anyone who didn't live through this era how big this video was. How, I mean, just what an impact it had. Again, there was a movie about the making of this. I mean, no one has to sit there and tell you how great Michael Jackson was. I think we all know that by now. Correct, Mark? Sure. But this being your number one video is no surprise. Um, like, to be honest with you, like I said, this would have been mine if it wasn't yours. This is one of the greatest videos ever to be made. I don't think there's any denying it. I really don't. I just don't think there's any denying that this is one of the greatest videos ever made. Um, and I don't know if there's ever been another video that's ever been on the level of this one that, that I can think of that's ever been this this big, this talked about. Can you think of one? I mean, not really. It, it is probably one of the biggest, if not the biggest, like music video of all time. And it's it's like almost not even... A music video it's a whole like sort of short film basically yes it did it took on a whole life of itself this whole video everything i mean going to where i mean um uh, grandmaster sexy used to do the goddamn thriller dance on the way to the ring um i've seen videos of teachers teaching this dance to their students i mean this to even today is still probably one of the greatest videos that that we've ever seen. I mean, there have been good videos that have come out, great videos, but nothing. I mean, this video is. I mean, I guess you could only call it legendary. Sure. I mean, it's been like, the, especially the end of the video. Mm. It's been parodied so many times by just so many various places. Like, it would, Mad TV did it. There, there was. I actually think I've seen it in like actual horror. Movies. Right. Where they've done the fucking thriller fake out. It's just, it's it's a wild thing. It's it's crazy. Absolutely, man, and just a perfect one to get. And you know, and again, even just to tell people how big of a star Michael Jackson was, the only people that get it are people that live through Elvis. <laughs> really, they okay. We get how big of a star he was, but Michael Jackson was just such a star. And you know, like I said, those videos were so great from him because of the choreographing. If you watch that um, there was a video, I forget the name of it, but it was Michael, it was a video of Michael Jackson. Um, it was a documentary. 
and it was following him through uh, the making of a concert. Oh, yeah. This is it, maybe? This is it. If you watch that, you want to be impressed with a man. Every second, and when I say every second, I mean every move, damn near every breath of his concert is choreographed. I don't get how he can walk on stage, memorize every little thing he did, and do it all over again and again and again. I know that it's it, 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 damn near impossible. I couldn't even do it. But if you watch him do it, every single second of his concerts are choreographed. Every move he makes, he's done it before. He knows what to do. It's amazing to watch this man, how meticulous he was with wanting his concerts perfect. Everything was perfect for him. And that's why he was so great, because he wanted everything perfect and everything was perfect. That's why Michael Jackson was fucking awesome, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you said that about his performances and stuff. I personally, like, honestly, I hate as a genre pop music. I really and truly do. I feel like it's the most, like, insincere form of music that you could possibly have. That being said, I feel like that speaks to the power of Michael Jackson, him, you know, being the king of pop, that somebody that hates pop music the way that I do, I love a lot of his music. Like, mm-hmm. He made some, and I feel like no matter who you are, no matter what genre of music you prefer listening to, I feel like you, you can find something from his catalog that you you can enjoy. There's a little bit of something for everybody. There is, and because 80s pop wasn't exactly the pop you were used to now. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah it was a, a lot more experimental, I feel like. Exactly. 80s pop was different from, you know, the 90s boy band pop and stuff like that. So it was just a little bit of, a, a, a little different at the time. But um, that was definitely a great video. As was the one I'm about to play for you guys. Um, I also picked... I didn't pick exactly the kind of uh, singer that Smart did for my number one, but I did pick a kind of crazy little band. But this video... Not just this video, but they seem to have very elaborate videos just in general. This is Twisted Sister. Uh, obviously, D. Snyder. I've talked about D. Snyder's uh, one of D. Snyder's uh, movies, uh, Strangeland. If you go back to uh, October, I did it during Halloween. I talked about Strangeland. D. Snyder, the lead singer of Twisted Sister. Now, in two of their videos, they had now, uh, Smart, you just mentioned um, Animal House, which is a movie that me and Anthony actually reviewed, but you just mentioned it with John Landis. Niedemeyer is in not only this video I'm going to play, which is the We're Not Going to Take It video, but the I Want to Rock video, Nita Meyer is also in that video too in the beginning. And he plays like a dick dad in this video. In the other video, he plays a dick teacher. But you do get the guy who played Nita Meyer, who was the asshole in Animal House, if you remember Smart. And I want to do it, but I feel like it's going to be included in the video, so I won't do it. It but might I be. I'm going to do the quote. It might be. But, um, well, this is we're not going to take it. Not the, uh, what are you, I believe we do have the what are you going to do with your life in this video, too. No, my, is that a twisted sister pin on your <laughs> uniform? <laughs> no, but I've, I have played that before. Actually, when we reviewed Animal House, I played 
this because I kind of talked about how Nita Meyer was in those videos. And I've always been a fan of Twisted Sister. You know, I mean, they were a pretty, you know, you got to think being a kid and looking at D. Snyder back then where he looked like a horror movie character. He he had the big pads on. He had the huge long hair, and he just looked like a horror movie character. I thought Twisted Sister was one of the greatest bands ever. I don't know why. I want to see how you feel about this? Okay, because I I, I just drew this parallel, and maybe it works, and maybe it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But to me, D. Snyder just sort of the way that he presented himself with his persona at least. Kind of seemed like a little bit of an 80s version of like Marilyn Manson. Of like the gender bending okay. a little bit. The okay. controversy. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean at one point, and, and both, I, I think yeah. we talked about this before, but when they had the whole Tipper Gore thing and the whole like Moms Against Music or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. it was, where they were fighting to try to get like rock music censored and it resulted in the whole... Uh, you know, all those warnings on the music uh, CDs, and I'm having a hard time remembering exactly what it's called, but the parental advisory statement. Right, for the two live crew and, and bands and, and and lyrics like that, correct. He was one of the people that was at the forefront of those mm-hmm. trials, those hearings, and they tried to grill him, and he very elegantly kind of danced around all of their sort of complaints and laments, and like kind of he took it to him, and he, he did a good job of defending his music and music just as a whole. I didn't really, you know, I didn't really dance around it, actually. He made fools of them. Uh, sure. And, you know, I, I guess if we're looking at parallels, you're right. I guess you would. The gender bending, the intelligent, um, the intelligence, because Marilyn Manson is, is a very intelligent guy. And I'm still shocked that people are like, wow, I can't believe he treats women like that. If you listen to his lyrics, uh, he has some lyrics that are like tur- uh, turning housewives into whores. Um, that's one of his lyrics. He wrote his songs, folks. Um, y- you have to remember that. So if you listen to his songs, it's not quite surprising he treats women like shit. Um, the man who wrote Get Down on Your Knees, It's Time for Cake and Sodomy, is not necessarily the nicest of guys. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, he... It, it, the guy has many lyrics that aren't very nice to women if you listen to his songs but i definitely see the the uh the parallels as you said with them they're both you know got that whole thing going on and they're both very intelligent people um i've actually sat and spoke to marilyn manson or brian whatever you want to call him but i've actually spoke to him he's a very intelligent guy sitting and speaking to him he's very very intelligent as is deed snyder these guys are just gimmicks. Can I tell you, I, I feel like I had to have told you about the time that my mom met and made friends with the drummer's <laughs> friend. That's my dog. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, go ahead and talk. I'm going to drop my mic. Sure. Well, I will rehash this story in case people haven't heard of it. But for a while there, my mom worked at a toy store in the local mall here. And um, this was back when Beanie Babies were still the rage. But there was an old lady who would come in every like every week that the new Beanie Babies came out every day, whatever day of the week it was, let's say Tuesday. Right. And she would come in every Tuesday. And after a while, they you know struck up a conversation or two, and it turned out that she was the mom of the drummer for Marilyn Manson, Marilyn Manson's drummer. Okay. And I feel like the lady was telling the truth because it was a it's a weird brad to have 
because you're not quite going with Marilyn Manson himself. You're going with the drummer of Marilyn Manson. Like, that's not, it's not necessarily a name there. Marilyn Manson was a name, yes, but his drummer, I don't think a lot of people, unless you were big into metal or big into Marilyn Manson, knew the drummer's name. So anyways, uh, because my mom would, like, lay out, she would reserve, you weren't supposed to, but she would, like, hold out one or two of the new Beanie Babies every time they would come out, because mm-hmm. the lady would have for Beanie Babies. Uh one good turn deserved another. So she ended up having everybody in the band autograph an eight by 10. And she gave it to my mom for me because my mom told her that I was big into like, you know, rock music at the time. I liked Marilyn Manson and which is true, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I ended up getting an autographed eight by 10 from everybody in the band because my mom was friends with the drummer's mother. So that was, that's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. That's a cool little story right there. I like that. You still have it? Uh, it's, it's somewhere for sure. I don't All know right. exactly, right. but yeah, it's somewhere. Nice, man. Yeah. Well, you moved a while ago, so could be anywhere. Um, all right, let's go ahead and rock a little bit of twisted, uh, twisted sister here. Now, most of it is the intro, which we'll listen to. So here we go. Pass the carrots, please. May I be excused, please? What is that? I know what that is. That's music. (laughs) Douglas, see, please. He's just a child. Don't Douglas see me. Kind of gives me very busy. Mister, what do you think you're doing? You call this a room? This is a pigsty. His brother's laughing at him. I want you to straighten what up this douche. area now. You are a disgusting slob. Stand up straight. Tuck in that shirt. Adjust that belt buckle. Tie those shoes. Twisted sister. What is that? Wipe that smile off your face. Do you understand? What is that? A twisted sister pin on your <laughs> uniform? <laughs> there you what go. What kind of a man are you? You're worthless and weak. You do nothing. You are nothing. You sit in here all day and play that sick, repulsive, electric twanger. I carried an twanger. M16 and you, you carry that new comf- I want to rock. <laughs> Knocked him right out the window. That's enough. Um, but yeah, a great fucking video. D Snyder was very creative in his videos. Um, always. Um, 
But this was just a great one. I, I always liked it. I always liked that he had Niedermeyer in his videos. And he played the military asshole. He played in Animal House. So it was just kind of funny you mentioned that movie. It was a, a great little tie-in. Um, and see this always see this always ties back to movies. Yeah, you know, I, I always wonder, you know, is it is it weird that I talk about music on a movie show, but it always comes back to movies. <laughs> I think a lot of the music videos that we talked about and a lot of the ones that are sort of regarded as the best is because there's a cinematic quality to them. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, a lot of some of the better movies have really good soundtracks. Right, exactly. I don't know why I just started recording, but I can... <laughs> I accidentally hit the button. Um, I was recording anyway. But uh, anyway, just... um, Yeah, and you're right, it does. It has a lot of cinematic, uh, you know, little parts to it and that and that, but... And a lot of the videos we played did, and that's what made the videos great, is having more than just the music to it. It was a story. It was a... And... You know, I'm not going to lie. I mean, maybe that's a little bit of what kind of uh, kind of connects this a little bit to even wrestling. You know, this show branches out of a wrestling show. But the story, when it tells a story, I like the story, the story of the music video, the story of the wrestling match, story of the wrestling feud. Stories just keep us all involved. And it just keeps you, it, it, it just makes you want to follow it you know, whatever it is, but the stories to a lot of these music videos are great. I mean, and, and they all have different stories, different songs have different meanings to them. And, you know, we got, you know, we, I mean, you start off with a song about, you know, gay innuendos, and then, you know, we went to all different genres and all different things. And it's just cool how music can, can just kind of do all that. And music videos especially are uh, just so you know, diverse, and it's great. I love it. I love music. I love talking music. For sure, for sure. So, I don't know, man, but, uh, I mean, that's pretty much our five videos, and I think that our number ones were pretty pretty good. I mean, pretty, uh, when you really go back to music videos, um, I think, like, our number ones, you know, Michael Jackson, obviously, very 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 huge artist and my number one might not have been the biggest you know as artists but his music videos were amazing i mean amazing enough to where if you watch uh peewee's uh big adventure they're they're recording a music video twisted sister in that movie i mean they were big back then uh, and D. Snyder again, just just was a, 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 a like you said, he was just one of those polarizing characters who, you know, was at the forefront of that whole little uh, you know Tipper Gore thing where she was you know, just trying to really ruin music with him. But it wasn't just rap music she was going out. She was going to rap music, rock music, every kind of music that had any words that she didn't appreciate, where she was going after. So. Just a, and it all started mm-hmm. because her daughter wanted a Prince album. And she didn't do any research. She got the daughter the Prince album. And then when she realized that Prince is Prince, the shit hit the fan. 
A little innuendo in Prince's songs, too. Um, <laughs> just a little bit. He, he enjoyed the ladies just a touch. The, the Prince character was it was basically an innuendo character. I mean, if you looked at him. Um, but, I mean, here's a guy who was five foot two, looked like he could steal your man, but really he would steal your woman. Yeah, and some, I'm personally, well, you are and I are both. We're both six foot two, mm-hmm. but I have seen, like, it, even to this day, it is still just for whatever reason socially acceptable to just hate on short motherfuckers if you're a female. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't want any fucking short guys. And like the sort of stigma and the sort of hatred that these short shorter guys get to be five foot two and to be like, I didn't fully appreciate Prince until Prince came on at a job that I was at that was primarily female <laughs> that worked there. And just like it was an entirely different energy, like you yeah. could just—he had been—he had already passed away at this point, but like it was just an entire. Everybody was like dancing and like flirting with everybody, and it was just like it was just a whole fucking. It was it was a vibe. Yeah, and you know, Dark even brought up that we didn't play any Prince videos, but again, man, there was so many that we wanted to go with here. But man, Prince was absolutely had some great videos, and the Purple Rain video is one that I wanted to play. Um, <laughs> the fucking Batman videos that he oh did. Oh my, dude! He, you got to remember this guy. He did the whole soundtrack for that first Batman with Michael Keaton. The it's so- whole soundtrack was him. Mm-hmm. Every, bad day. Yes, the bad day. Every song on that on that soundtrack was was Prince. So, just to make, but yeah, er, really everyone. Um. There's plenty more, and uh, I think Smart's on to something here. We're definitely going to do this more, most definitely. I think uh, just one of my favorite Prince moment. He was on The View, uh, and I believe it was Sherry Shepard that said that she just, like, always wanted to have sex with him. And he just stood up and left. It was the greatest. It was just Prince. Like, it was the most amazing thing, because he was just like, yeah, I don't have to put up with this. I don't wish to do that. I have I am Prince. Or she should have or she should have followed him. She might have got it. Uh <laughs> he's like, let's go right now. Let's do this shit, bitch. Uh okay. <laughs> you never know. You never know with Prince. But uh, he was fucking awesome, man. And I mean, you, you know, you you just that his songs were fucking great. Um, but I mean the best performance I can think of by Prince was the Super Bowl, where he played. Ah, uh, uh, see that that was why I didn't like Prince at first. What he because pl- he played it, well, purple. Yes, wait a minute. He played Purple Rain in the rain in Miami. Super Bowl Bears versus Charger. Yeah, Colts. Colts won that game. Take? I have very no moment memories of that just entire experience. <laughs> I swear to you, I'm not even kidding. I swear to God, oh. that made me hate Prince. For a very long time, just because he was affiliated with what was easily like the worst moment of my childhood was like my favorite team in the world. They made the Super Bowl. They went up 10-0. They fucking shit the bed. They blew it. I cried walking home from my uncle's house to my house because I thought that they were never going to make the Super Bowl again. By the way, I'm 31 right now. And I've been <laughs> right. It's been uh, roughly about... 15 years or so since that moment and yeah they've shit the bed every season since i've been correct in my doom and gloom prognosis okay but the performance that prince gave was amazing 
he played Purple Rain in the pouring rain with the purple lights. He played Purple Rain in the Purple Rain. That was the best performance Prince had ever done. Um, listen, I, I I know the guy got a little weird when it came to, you know, suddenly he was the symbol man and this and that, but he came back to us. He came back. And, you know, it, there's... The guy was just fucking incredible when it it comes down to it. And trust me, like I said, we're definitely going to do this again. There will be some Prince Prince songs on there. And um, trust me, I got got a few more videos I wanted to put on here tonight that I didn't even... Smarks on my list, there was like four or five more videos on there that I didn't even play tonight. Um, We'll get to them. We will. This is definitely one I want to do again. Um, And we will. And we will. Now, Smark, I don't know if you know this, but... Not only did you join me for this, but you joined me for the 150th episode also. So I do appreciate that, sir. Um, And uh, I appreciate everyone listening through 150 fucking episodes, especially when this show took a year and a half off, um, which was me. That was my fault. Uh, I I was at a job that I was completely miserable at, and I just couldn't bring myself to fucking stay up late to do this. I just wanted to go to sleep and get it done. I quit that job, obviously. But um I'm I'm it, it's just uh I really appreciate you joining me. And I think this was a great idea you had, Smart, and we'll definitely continue doing this because uh I love doing this. And I, I like I said, I whenever I can do a music show, I'm down. I'm always fucking down because I really like music. I like where it takes me I like where it takes other people back to memories, different times in their life. And uh, I think it's very easy when you hear songs to take you back to memories. And uh, I think that just comes out a, a lot when you talk about music. And uh, I, I I like that. So we will definitely do this again, man. And um, I don't know. I got nothing else. What about you, bro? I think that about covers it. Now, like I'll echo the sentiments of like, thank anybody for joining us and listening whenever, wherever you're listening. Much appreciated. Absolutely, absolutely. This show, this 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 Hollywood Hangout's been through a bit, and again, taking that year and a half off. I apologize for that. I didn't mean to do it. I was tired. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I was damn tired. Um, I'm still tired, but. Uh, Doing this movie show in the past few uh, the the past few months that I have been is just uh, helped me out a lot. Really, just kind of uh, almost therapeutic for me to be able to come back and talk about movies and music, especially the music shows. The music shows are very therapeutic for me, and uh, I love it. I just absolutely love it, and I appreciate Smark joining me on the shows he did and tonight. And that's about it, man. I guess we can go ahead and get out of here. Um, we didn't do plug. Oh, screw. We don't need to do plugs tonight either. We'll go ahead and get it done here. But, um, oh, wrong song. There we go. But, uh, everyone, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Smart, thank you so much for coming up with this little music video idea. Um, I just, uh, I, I, I thought it was a great idea. And, like I said, as you did, the, the, as I started thinking, can I get, you know, what five videos do I love? I started going down the rabbit hole. And I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, we got to do this. I really probably have about 15 videos I could put on here right now to play. 
Yeah, we were we were talking about this in the messengers. Mm-hmm. We were like, well, you know, we could do three or we could do five. I was sitting there as I was trying to come up with. I was like, we could easily do five. And as I was trying to come up with the five, I was like, shit, you could have been like, want to do twenty five? And I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can do twenty five each all night. Like there is so many. There's just so many iconic music videos throughout the various years and genres. There's all kinds of like that. I've, there's so many omissions from my list i'm sure you have quite a few from yours there's, there's so many good videos yeah that was like the fifth copy of my list i had narrowed it down so much um but there were many more that i wanted to play that i will play and that me and smark will go back and do again because uh, i'm not doing this one without you brother me and you will fucking this is your idea we're gonna fucking keep this going uh we'll do this a little more uh in the future but um on that note smart thank you everyone listening thank you and uh, we will be back here one more a motherfucking time next Saturday for Hollywood Hangout. Not sure what I'll be doing. And uh, we'll figure it out, though. So on that note, see you. <laughs>